Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Mike Harmon, not really believing that the Dodgers just got shut out in Colorado for nothing. Complete Boy, yeah. game shutout. The calls on Dodger talk tonight are going to be Ooh. fire. And TJ, Chad, we're certainly cool, cool, cool tonight for the Rockies, TJ. Nicely done. That was really well played. Joe is cool. Joe cool. Chad Cool, TJ. Getting back into your Bermanisms. Uh, only 30, what, 9, 38 days to the Hall of Fame game, I guess, so you're excited there. Uh, you know, Freddie you Freeman know, made actually, the last out of the uh, of the game. You're very lucky because there was one great Berman. I said, oh, my God, I can't wait to do this Monday, and it was lost in the haze of my weekend somewhere. I'm going, 
I had a great one, and Good now one. I can't remember what it was. It was Drunk, so great. Baked. No, 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 no. Too much softball. Too much softball. Yeah, too much softball. How much softball you get? Oh, we had three games this weekend. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a prep tournament for states. You know, Friday Night Lights. We're going to states, and we just had so many games, and it was just so much. We had to play at eight in the morning yesterday after getting done at ten o'clock at night on Saturday, and I'm like. Man, I'm exhausted, and I'm just coaching the kids. I was going to say, the kids probably <laughs> turned around just fine. Coach is dragging. I always say the same thing. You try coaching three games in, in, in two days, or, or three games in like 17 hours. I go, but Coach, we playing them. I go, doesn't matter. You try coaching the games. You see if you can stand up and watch you All guys right, you buried play. the lead. How'd you do? Uh, we lost in the semis. Okay. but Which is fine, because we had to play at noon, and then at seven at night, so we got done at ten, and then we had to come back and play eight in the morning. It's a long game, right? So we played seven o'clock. Rob at Manfred night. would not be no, happy with no, the pace, pace of play, play not good. of softball at that Although, level. We're, we're an hour and a half, so it's fine. Hour and a half, and then there's so you were no done at eight thirty, not no, ten. No, 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 no. We, well, we got You're there at seven. No, no, we got there at seven. The game started at you know for warm ups, and the game started a little bit after oh, okay. eight. Because you know the okay, games go different. late, yeah, so we get done at ten. Yeah, we have to come back at eight in the morning. Game is different. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. So, and the game starts a little late, and, and so we get done at ten. And we had to come back the next morning, and the team we played played one game on Friday, one game oh. Saturday mid morning, and they show up Sunday morning. Oh, bright eyed and bushy tailed. I'm watching our warmups as we go, and I'm watching their where they're going station to station, and there, hey, I'm going. Oh, they're definitely much more ready for this game than we are. But then again, they played two games in the last. 28 hours. Well, if you told your team not game. to go home and watch Saturday uh, Night Live, you would have been <laughs> yes, fine. That's what Watching did. the reruns of Saturday Night Live took him deep into the night. What I need to say is, don't go home and watch your phone. Just go home and go to bed. SNL. Well, do it like oh. they're they're traveling. Oh. You know what? It's like a comedy club here in LA. It goes into a zipper. Phones and doesn't away. come back. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a test in school. Phones away. Nope. All right, phones away. Nope. They phones go into away. one of those zipper bags when phones you show away. up and you don't get it unless you leave the premises. Uh, and you know what the best part of it was? Best part was, we played on a field next to the field where there was a bunch of LARPers, live action role players going through this whole thing, like in Hawkeye. And they had all these tournaments. They had archery, and it was it was like it was like a Renaissance festival. And we all had to. And it was were, very were they cordoned off in case someone had, was a bad shot? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no there was no, <laughs> they weren't like firing the arrows. Hey, there into she it. is. No, There's no, a no, ground no. ball. The shortstop. Oh yeah. my God, yeah, yeah. she's been impaled <laughs> by an arrow. No, we actually warmed up next to the archers though. That was kind wow. of fun, and it was kind of like Hawkeye. I was like, hey, so did, did you line up so where at some point you can get the shot from the side where the arrows? were going at the same time the baseball no, no. were throwing. You could have really orchestrated something cool for your sizzle reel. It was, it was just weird enough for me that after the end of our first game and I'm dragging the wagon with all the stuff in it and we're going through the LARP convention. Why is this guy dressed like Green Arrow? And I walked right by the queen who had, they, she had, a, she had a, a, a handmaiden behind her with the, the umbrella holding over her head. I was like, this is pretty cool. Well, that girl got screwed. We had Well, that's what that's, that's like. But the handmaiden, I'm yes, saying. But, like, that's, but, well, but I, you got you to pay your dues. Yeah, maybe, but maybe, and she becomes a queen one day. That's maybe maybe that's the way yeah. it goes. But I was if like, you stay in town. But if you move, you might be the youngest at the next one, yeah. and you might be the handmaiden again. No, that's that might true. be you. You might be typecast. No, I've been <laughs> if you if you move around a lot. I've been the handmaiden six times already. I'm ready for I'm ready for a promotion. Well, I mean, it's it's the other side of always. It, you know, the the bridesmaid, never the bride. I feel weird that the way out was past where they were going. Like, we're <laughs> were you required to play them. a lute as you walk <laughs> Oh, did I have a story You have to put them? this suit on yeah. uh, as you walk by. Uh, Why's it got a little Friar Tuck kind of... <laughs> 
<laughs> smock that I have to put on. And I had to explain to the Wait, girls Wait, now I look like was. Little John from yeah, the animated yeah. Robin Hood. <laughs> the anime. Robin Hood and Little John <laughs> running through the forest, jumping fences, dodging trees, and trying to get away. Uh, Let's get some more Jerry Reed in uh, on the show. That's what we should do. It was, I, I, the girls are going, what? I go, it's, it's Larva. I go, didn't you watch Hawkeye? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right. And now suddenly that was how I was able to explain and it And they all started walking by going, losers! <laughs> Did, didn't you watch Hawkeye? <laughs> 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 no, stop with that. And then one of the girls started <laughs> singing the Rogers the musical. <laughs> <laughs> now that's quality, see? Adding value. Yeah, that would have been really surreal. Uh, but that hey, was, we're trying to play a softball game over here. Was, and somewhere there's a little band. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, the archers, the couple people I saw were pretty good. Like, I'm going, whoa, they're like splitting arrows. That was Hey, was, hey, you want to wow. go out bow hunting? Uh-huh. I need some good eats for the uh, the upcoming I mean, fall just, season. It was fast. It wasn't like they do take, yeah. like, phrases like, zoom, zoom, like, like, almost like they were Legolas in, because uh, uh, you know, remember, he would shoot really fast in Lord of the Rings. No, that's right. But I was like, wow, these guys are shooting pretty good. Yeah, there you go. A Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah. We got it all in. Yeah. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. I, I really did enjoy Rogers really the Musical. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. singing, I go, are you singing? Singing Rogers the musical? Yeah. That's, no, that that right. is pretty good. You're becoming my one of my favorite players now. Nerds. Uh stop. Rogers the musical is a national treasure, even though it's fake. Hey, and you just wait. Hold man. Aside. Give it a little bit of time. <laughs> Some of the stuff your kids will get you into Ty- that you would have never thought. Teicher's put his anime down going, Rogers the musical. What is what is I don't know. What is it? R-O-G-E-R-S. Rogers. Is that you spell it? Rogers, yes. Well, R-O-G-E-R-S. I mean, I wish Aaron Rodgers would do a musical. Uh, right. <laughs> Instead of going Not through indeed. all his media minions, he finally maybe he will do a musical says what he one needs. day. Maybe he will do a musical. I mean, his one buddy uh, Rooster could come in and do it. He could, he could. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the real and 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 Aaron Rodgers. You the ever pilot? go back and watch the remake of Footloose uh, with Rooster cutting a rug? I have not seen that. Yes, I could. Really? I'm but it's got surprised. Rooster in it. But but he does he look like Rooster? Yeah. Does he? Does he have the mustache and everything too? Does he say? Does he say? What he going talk to me, Kevin Bacon? Talk to me. Talk to me, Kevin Bacon. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me, John Lithgow. Talk you know me. what? I do have to watch to that um, Godfather-related show that they did, right, about the making of, because he's the lead now. The making of the making of the Godfather. It's called The Offer or something yes. like that? Yeah, it's I haven't seen it the making of the making of the Godfather. Yeah, either way. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's it, like whoever's for, for the Angels is the, the thing interim. with the guy in the place. The interim yeah. interim manager for Phil Nevin. Well, this is like Inception. Yeah, at this no, it's point. like I remember, that was that and mad about you when Paul Reiser was doing a documentary, the making of Titanic. No, it's the making of the making of Titanic. No, that's good. Oh, okay. It's... You know, I watched a couple of minutes of that the other day. Not to mad about you, but no, or Titanic. Titanic. Really? Gave it a couple minutes. Oh. And then Ellie and I looked at each other and said, "Yeah, we'll watch something else." <laughs> and then I saw the meme that Leo was Freddie Freeman and Kate Winslet was the Braves, and I was so and, sad and, for Freddie Freeman. Well, I, I give credit. AM five seventy LA Sports is first. Them. They've had a chance to with their midday show. Uh, Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, former NFL quarterback, getting after it. Uh, and the producer put the uh, Celine Dion song underneath the Freddie yeah. Freeman press conference. That's pretty sad. funny. He's sad to be a Dodger. He's very sad. I mean, he's hitting well. So everybody yeah. that keeps pointing out over the last seven days, blah, 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 doesn't matter. <laughs> like, like the optics of that and the fact that Clayton Kershaw had to come out and basically flip him off yeah. said it all. Yeah. Now, it's been enough for you, because I know what you've been doing the last few minutes. You've been dancing. You've been dancing, and I'm dancing with you because I like the dance. I like the music. I like the song. You've been dancing because you do not want to bring up my guy who is suddenly big time back in the NBA news. Yeah. John Wall is back, and he will join. (laughs) And John Wall will join 
The L.A. Clippers. How about that? After reaching a buyout with the Houston Rockets, Wall was due forty-seven million dollars this year after exercising his player yeah. option. Because you know who wouldn't do that? Uh, he took six and a half million dollars less to become a free agent. This is the roughly the amount of the mid-level exception. And John Wall is going to the Clippers. Not that this is something that's going to make the Clippers a title contender, but. I feel much better about my offseason prediction of the Clippers to be in the Western Conference Finals next season, well, like I did because I said next year is going to be Clippers and the Grizzlies, and the, you know you got Kawhi coming back, and now John Wall, who still has some good basketball in him, but is not going to be asked to come in and be the savior. Hey, just come in and play a few minutes at this point. But I feel better because you brought in a good player, and I like the Clippers already, and here they come again. I feel this 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 is one of those when when the, when the 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 used car sale or the car salesman. The car salesman tells you that when you've already decided to buy the car, he tells you things that you just like it even more. Like, oh, did I tell you it's got the cooling seats? What do you mean cooling seats? Yeah, you press, it's the cooling seats for the hot weather. Oh, well, you already sold this car before, man, but now I love the cooling seats. John Wall is the cooling seats of this story. I dig that. It is interesting, right? The difference in the buyout is the mid-level. So he's going to get $47 million to go I don't away. want to lose a one penny. All right, all right. Well, a guy who hasn't happen. played more than 41 games in a season since 2016, 2017. It's a long time ago. Yeah, but it's about now, the time Kyrie Irving was winning a title. Oh, what's it is that long ago? But it's he's going to be asked to come in and play, play, be the sixth man, come off the bench, play twenty minutes a game. If he's playing well, he'll play more than that. Uh, you, you, you're if you're looking for someone to add to the roster and come in and play right away. Forget about having to worry about a draft pick. You don't know if they're going to be able to crack the rotation. You have someone now who can play some decent minutes for no, you. No, and, and look, and God bless him getting his full. Dollars and cents. Never begrudge a man his My money. guy is back. I kept Your saying guy, John Wall forever. You've been, you've been trying to talk him onto every team. And Kyrie, mainly the Kyrie's Lakers. having an issue. Kyrie may leave Brooklyn. Okay, John Wall. John Wall's there. there. He's the solution for everything. Hey, DeGrom, DeGrom and Scherzer aren't back. Oh, John Wall can be a guy. Can I don't know. Right his arm's there. fresh. He's only played 40 games in the last three years. <laughs> he hasn't He's, done a baseball he hasn't, pass in a he while. He hasn't done a lot of that stuff, so he can get him back in. That's the only thing. Right, it's mm-hmm. it's the what what are you really getting? But you don't know, and you don't have to break the bank to do it. Now to make him go away, <laughs> right? To make him go away, the Rockets do, and they've got a great young core. They're going to be interesting to watch. Our guy Ryan Hollins is on the call of that, mm-hmm. and he's excited about some of those players. And I don't think he was trying to do a sell just because he works for the team. He's going to be playing him. for the team next year. He's going to be. You know, doing he looked games. pretty good in his big three debut. He's going to be doing games, and then he's going to be on the floor. Well, as long as he's mic'd up, yeah. No, that'd be good. Uh, five years of the the big three already, but for John Wall, you have no idea what he's going to be able to do. But your investment is low. So, sure, at the back end, and and this goes to the Clippers as a whole, you have no idea what to expect from this squad, right? The wish-wanting hope of Kyrie and all these guys come back and they're healthy and look at us, we're going to make a push. They're like, I don't know, am I getting 40 games? Am I getting 45, 50? I mean, you start doing like you're an auctioneer. All right, who wants it at 55 and a half? But they also don't need him to come in. They just need him to come in and be a solid piece off the bench to be a contributing player that maybe it turns into a little bit more because a guy is 31. He hasn't had a lot of tread on his tire in the last few years. So, okay, you're not going to say you got to come in and play alongside Paul George and play 40 minutes a night. Uh, Like I said, it just makes me feel a little bit better about the Clippers, and I felt really good about them before. Now I feel feel even better. It's the cooling seats of this Clippers story. 
If, hey, if, if he can get back to being that 20.5, 20.6, like he was 19 to 20 points per game his last three, four years, if, if you can get some explosive minutes off the bench and a good scoring option to where – because they are always coming back off injury, mm-hmm. Kyrie, Paul George, etc., you can steal minutes from them. It's much like we surmised a Warriors run would have to be. Instead, those guys were still playing 38, 40 minutes a night uh, in, in route to a title. But when we look at John Wall, like, I don't know what to expect, but I, I sign up for it, right? I'm talking about all of this player movement, some of it, it's from a does it fit? No, it doesn't fit. No, it doesn't make sense. But you know what? I'll sign me up because it'll be good theater. This is, he's a piece. He's not a guy that's going to cause any ripples. He's not, and even with the exorbitant amount of money he was making in Houston uh, and the buyout that he'll collect, good for him. But he's not expected to be a star. You know what? He, you know, you know what? This is what I look for him where he can be. And, and tell me, tell me this isn't incredibly valuable. If he could be a little bit better, Sean Livingston when Livingston was with the Warriors, right? Livingston, who was talented but couldn't really find a home, had injury issues, winds up in the right spot at the end of his career, You know, gets to a couple of finals in a row, wins a couple of championships, very valuable off the bench. John Wall can be a little bit better Sean Livingston, and that that suddenly now things are coming into focus for the, oh boy, that's what this guy can be. If he's a little bit better Sean Livingston, because he can score a little bit more than him. Livingston didn't really score, but he was able to affect the box score, but certainly John Wall can score 10 a game, and if you're getting 10 a game for him and four assists off the bench, hey, watch out. I'm telling you, man, Clippers, Grizzlies, Western Conference Finals. No, I just dig the fact that he'll go to the Clippers because then it means on the Lakers side there has to be some act of desperation to follow. There there should be. I, I, yeah. try, I tried to get John Wall to the Lakers. I, I know tried. you did. I tried. You really just, tried to put that know, into I know, existence. Buddy. I know. In between all your softball games. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, why, why are we having this song tie shirt? Tell me. Are you hating on Drake? No, I'm just saying. I mean, it sounds was, like you're hating. No, I'm just, I'm just asking why. I don't know. I listened to it. It sounded cool, so I played it. Okay. <laughs> I think that's like. I don't know. I, I just, he's just I, saying about his kitchen stove. I think, I think that's. I like, mean, he's talking about things just looking at his kitchen. I, Are you I, naming things on your desk? I think that's like illegal in music radio. What, what's the format of that station? I don't know. I just bring in my record collection and play what I want to. I think you can do that, I can't do. you? Uh, with prices soaring at the pump, Discover's got your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. That's discover.com slash rewards. Limitations. They do apply. I'm at peace. So over the weekend, we had this crazy story involving pro football Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, he did an interview. In which he was asked about the workout Colin Kaepernick had a little while ago with the Las Vegas Raiders. The Colin Kaepernick workout, he looks really good, I don't know why a team doesn't sign him, and then Colin Kaepernick doesn't get signed. Well, maybe, according to Warren Sapp, there was a reason why Colin Kaepernick is still looking for a job. Because when he was asked how good the workout was, Warren Sapp said... I'm at peace. He said he's at peace. 
No, well, that's I mean, guy. do you see Kaepernick coming back? I mean, he no. he tried out no. with the Raiders recently, but I heard the tryout wasn't all that great. I heard it was a disaster. I heard it was one of the worst workouts ever. I'm wondering how the hell this happened and the tape didn't get out, right? I mean, somebody wasn't over the over the fence or nothing? Come on, man. We, we live in a world right now where you put a drone up. Hey, it ain't like they can stop you. They ain't going to stop the workout. Tell me there's a drone up here. We don't know who this is. I mean, what? Come on. Let's let's, let's run this. They don't even send them up the, the, the ladder anymore. You remember when we used to go out to practice? Send the guy up the thing. He's shooting practice. Off. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, so uh, he kind of got off on a tangent there. He's starting to sound like Berman. (laughs) That was on Vlad TV, and and his point was that he heard it was awful. How come there's no video of it? If his workout was so good, why is there no video of it? When nowadays we get video everything, no one put a drone up in the air for it. Well, it's it's not a terrible thought, you know, in the base, uh, like especially if you're going to protest. As his Kaepernick's camp did of how well it went. Well, hey, and, call all them. Look, and I get. I, and listen, as, as questionable as Warren Sapp is, when you wonder how did he hear about this, how does he know, what proof does he have, all these things. Uh, yeah, seeing the tape would be something that would put everything to rest, right? Because we don't usually see the tape of this. We just get the same story because every week it's the same thing, right? And this is why with Colin Kaepernick, you just have to believe one thing that I'm going to get to in a second, right? Every few months he gets a workout. He keeps his name out there and nothing happens, right? And and this is what it, what it is for Colin Kaepernick, who now... As we talked to Jason Lockett for an hour ago who said the guy's been out of the league as long as he has been in the league. And it's past the point of do you think he got blackballed? Did he get the bottom line is he hasn't been in the league now in, in six years. He's how good could his workout be? He's not coming back into the NFL. Why Colin Kaepernick works out is this is that every few months. He needs to stay relevant, right? His sponsors, people, you know, what he relies on for for income and 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 still trying to be Colin Kaepernick. He needs to show that I'm still trying to get back in the NFL. You can't tell me he's training every single day, waiting for a call that six years hasn't come. You can't tell me that. So what happens is every few months, Kaepernick gets a phone call or or, or is able to hook up with a team who, for reasons differing from we want to help Kaepernick out to it would make us look good that we're bringing him in because we're fighting whatever PR you know battle we're fighting right now. It works for both sides. It works for Kaepernick to come in and work out, and it works for the team because they get the beneficiary. They're the beneficiaries of, hey, Kaepernick came and worked out for us. And then we get the debate on social media. Why isn't Kaepernick back in the NFL? He was blackballed. He should be back in. And... People who want to be in business with Colin Kaepernick, Nike, whoever it is, okay, Kaepernick still has a lot of sway. He has a lot of things going on. Yes, let's still do things with Colin Kaepernick because the longer he's away and the less he does publicly, people are going to think his influence is gone and he's going to find his spot in the world not quite as firm as it was. And maybe his next deal is not a deal with Nike. Maybe maybe it dries up. Maybe the influence of Colin Kaepernick we're not going to feel anymore. So yeah, this is why Kaepernick does this every few months. So he can keep the name of Colin Kaepernick going. And this is what it is for him at this point. To think that it's about him really getting back in the NFL, he's not. right. He's just been out of the league too long. This is just a reality conversation about Kaepernick. This is not about Blackball. This is 
is this guy really coming back in the league? And when the guy's been out for this long, really, he, he looks great. He could be one of the top. If he could be one of the top quarterbacks now, five years, six years out of the league, come on. You we watch when Terrell Owens had that workout about seven, eight years. We wanted to come back in the NFL. Hey, I look good. I look good. And everybody watched the workout, and they sent everybody there to watch him work out. What happened? It was all oh, man. To you're done. Right. To you're done. So we know that when you're out of the game for even a little while, your workouts aren't as good. Why do you think Colin Kaepernick now, when he had the big big spotlight, the NFL said, okay, Colin, we have a big workout for you. We're sending all our scouts. Just show up. Show up in Atlanta, and, and everybody's going to watch you. No, 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 no. I'm going to make up some reason why I have to go. We heard that potentially it was because he wanted Nike to be able to film his new commercial there. They said no. Now how much do you think... Ooh, he wasn't going to look that great. And when everybody realizes Kaepernick's not good anymore because simply for the reason he hasn't been in the game in a while, it's over for him. It's, it's not, he's not being kept out of the game anymore. Nobody wants him. Suddenly, that part of it makes sense. That's why Kaepernick does what he does and why we get Colin Kaepernick headlines every few months. So whether he can play, this is the reason why. So now I, I just laid it out there for you. This is why we get these stories. Yeah, so long as you can keep it as this grand mystery, right? Because we still have people six years later doing the, well, he'd be better than this guy and this guy. You don't know that. You can't tell me that. Look, are there a lot of guys on NFL rosters that you say, nah, probably not. You know what, though? There's 96 of them that have jobs in general, right, when you get down to it, between camp arms and guys on active rosters. that That's what we're looking at. And might he be in that 96? Sure. Maybe if he were actually working out with teams and around, sure. But he's not. And I can't change that. You can't change that. So the perception right now becomes reality. If you want to, his representatives wanted to throw up the tape as look at evidence, okay, maybe you got a different game, right? Again, he's throwing against air and against, you know, two random scripted things, whatever. But if the arm's live and he looks in shape and all of those things, then maybe you at least can make the case of, look at him. He can still get around and still wing it and whatever. We're not getting that. We get little snippets here and there, uh, every now and again, very carefully edited. And it's his thing, right? He was never a guy that was really rushing to get up in front of a microphone to talk to folks. That is what it is. But as for his impact, I don't know the numbers of sales of merch. They say it's a sellout. I don't know what that means. I don't know what he means to their bottom line. I do know folks that have benefited or helped in circumstances behind the scenes that aren't getting huge publicity runs of things that he's done in communities, that's great. I don't I certainly don't uh, denigrate or talk down to any part of that. Because, again, we're not privy to all aspects of it, right? Uh, but certainly from the NFL side of things, I think it's to the point of it's really a non-starter. Warren Sapp bringing this up now, I don't know, it's, it's was he envious of all the NBA guys <laughs> suddenly getting attention and starting beef? So he thought he'd go after Kaepernick to see if he can flush somebody from Kaepernick's camp out. What What's his rep going to say? Well, and if something happens good and, and it leads to another business opportunity, the business, the business rep gets cash. Right? It's like all the agents that tell you all these great things about what's going on. Like, yeah, they're selling for their guy. They're selling for the guy. So Warren Sapp coming out at this point is like, Okay, it's out of the blue. I'm sitting there going, how do you get to this point in a conversation? Because <laughs> that's it. I haven't gone back and listened to the whole thing. But obviously this made the rounds today. And it's like, all right, why would you ask Warren Sapp his opinion? Well, he played for the Raiders. This, he's hearing that he talked. Obviously. Thing with a guy in the place. Obviously, the, the, the interview, they knew 
he and it was set up. Hey, let me ask you about this. It's a big deal, and I, I've heard this. But if if Kaepernick was really absolutely terrible, I think we would have heard. And and if he was unbelievable, it's hard to take that and as at face value because a lot of that comes from his people saying he looked great. Collins ready to sign a contract. Okay, that's your people. I, I would guess that this is more like every Tuesday or Wednesday during the regular season, where it's like all these people showed up. They did a workout, right? Teams that are doing the casting call for a possible running back because they've got an injury situation. Mm-hmm. That they don't know. That's what I, my summary statement of what the Kaepernick workout probably looked like. Came in, did okay. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll how, keep how your bad name. Could you look? We'll keep if you, you, we'll keep you on the, the resume. If right. you're in shape and can still throw the football, how bad can you really? Right, look, you right? go into the resume stack of we'll call you if we need you. Yeah, let me see your let me see your footwork, dropping back, throwing passes. Okay, great. No, it's done. This is done simply from the fact that it benefits everybody. It benefits him because he needs to stay relevant if he's going to be Kaepernick influencer and businessman and everything else the guy has going on in his life. Right? If he's no longer doing this, trying to get back in the NFL. NFL, he because lo- his identity now is he's the guy that the NFL blackballed, and even today his story came up with this with the story about the high school coach who is now allowed to pray on on the field, getting his job back in Washington. The Colin Kaepernick part of this came. You want to go up, do a big right? thing on that? Uh, no, I, I mean they're, they're arguing there about could he could he pray it at the middle of the field? Was it got to be at the hash mark? I mean that's just ridiculous. But you know, this this whole thing you can see where people are still talking about him now. They bring up Kaepernick and the kneeling because that part of it was brought up. In the in the SCOTUS back and forth about why they voted the way they did to for him to be able to pray on the field. Now this came up because Kaepernick's name came up during it, or allusion to him came up during it. So this is why Kaepernick needs to continue to be this guy and needs to continue to be the hey, he's the guy the NFL kept out. And the longer he because he's not a guy that seeks the spotlight, but he still likes to be Nike's guy. He still likes to be someone who has this kind of influence and and still has a business, has a brand. And when that's gone for Kaepernick, his brand is gone. Right? This is just about him being a businessman now. This is not about Colin Kaepernick trying to get back in the NFL. This is a, I got to keep this going. You're going to see this story repeat for the next few until Kaepernick really can't throw the football anymore. Because <laughs> now, now he's still in his early 30s. So there's going to be these. I'm still. I could still do it. I could still do it. And you know what? Maybe I get lightning in a bottle. And maybe at some point, whether it's next month or in a few months or a year from now, some coach is going to say, you know what? Yeah. Let's roll the dice on him, right? Like Doug Flutie coming back from the CFL. Doug Flutie's in the CFL forever. He's 38 years old. You know what? I think we can win with Doug Flutie. Let's bring Doug Flutie back to the NFL. Oh, look at Flutie. And Flutie goes to Buffalo and starts, and there's Flutie Flakes, and he has a a phenomenal last couple of year run in the NFL. Could that happen at some point? Yes, but it's it's a bolt of lightning, and it's just I'm going to do this, hoping that I get lucky at some point that someone decides, some coach decides, yes, he's the guy I want to bring in as my backup, or hey, we're in an emergency situation, there's nobody else, he can still throw the football, we go to him. That's the only way he gets it again. But right now, he's doing this because of his business, because of his brand. Yeah, I, there's I don't see that road coming back. If it does, I'll be there to critique just like we do every other quarterback and try to figure out where he fits in our fantasy rankings on a week-to-week basis. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So tomorrow is a big day in the National Football League as the Deshaun Watson hearings will begin. The backdrop of this is that the lawsuit versus the Texans uh, by lawyer Tony Busby alleges that the team enabled Watson in his behavior that, according to all the lawsuits, has him had him facing charges from 24 women, even though 20 of them have now been settled. But tomorrow begins the NFL's hearing. They're going to want what we've heard is at least a year suspension, and the NFLPA is going to fight that. And this is my big fear because the bottom line is Deshaun Watson on the field in 2022 is a nightmare for the National Football League because the story hasn't gone away. It hasn't gone to the point where the general public believes, oh, he's completely innocent. It's all this overwhelming. Why do you need all these masseuses? Why are you going to people that don't even have accreditation yet when you can have the top of the line with the Houston Texans? It's all of these things we're being asked to believe that it's just too difficult to believe. But this is not going to be how the NFL thinks it's going to go if he gets on the field. They know he can't see the field. Now, here's the NFLPA, whose job it is is to fight for the rights of the players. And and this means you take those cases when you believe in it and even when you don't because you have to stand up for the players. That's how it goes. Without passion or prejudice, you have to go in and take that case. But what I fear is is that this is going to wind up looking bad for everybody because the NFLPA is going to come at this from the attitude of, you cannot give him a big, lengthy suspension because you did nothing for Bob Kraft when he had a similar storyline. You did nothing for Jerry Jones when Jerry Jones had a similar story. These are all involving uh, involving incriminations about women and treatment of women in the workplace. You didn't do this for Daniel Snyder. How are you going to suspend Deshaun Watson with the full weight of the NFL when when it came up with an owner? You went light on all of them. And that's going to be the NFLPA's response. And that's going to make me just want to bang my head against the wall is that argue for Deshaun Watson for a reason. They Don't just argue because you didn't do it for you, you can't do it for him. Because now justice isn't being done anywhere. Now it's like, well, you didn't do it for these guys, so you can't do it for him, so okay. Yeah, I get it. I understand. I'm very upset, too, that the NFL has gone very light on the owners who clearly something happened in all of these instances, and we're just getting a shrug of the shoulders. I get that that stinks. I really get that it does, and this is where this needs to be taken out of the NFL's hands. It should be independent investigators for everything, and they should be able to recommend punishment that the NFL has to go along with. But 
you have to treat the Deshaun Watson situation for what it is, and not just well, you didn't do it over here because this is the same. It's the same philosophy as people who get caught speeding. I'm going that car's going faster than I did, but I pulled you over. Yeah, but these guys are going 85. I was doing 75. Yeah, but it's still a 55 mile an hour zone, and I pulled you over. But it doesn't matter. This is what the NFLPA is going to argue, and it's going to be it's going to really be bad for the NFL. That's my big fear of what we're going to see out of this. Yeah, the battle between the personal conduct policy versus the CBA. Right, and the powers uh, that are vested in the league's office and those appointed by the commissioner to hear it. Right, in this case, you've got somebody new who hasn't gone through one of these procedures, and then Roger Goodell is the guy on any appeal. So you go through that personal conduct policy. Everyone who is part of the league must refrain from quote conduct detrimental to the integrity of and public confidence in unquote, the NFL. This includes owners, coaches, players, other team employees, game officials, and employees of the league office, NFL films, NFL network, or any other NFL business. So that's the argument, right, is that everybody's supposed to be treated this way. But the CBA has very, at least guidelines as Mm -hmm. to what those punishments should be, which is where the NFL uh, resides. And now you try to figure out where it falls between, and, and it's an argument you make. And again, you've got a very large player base and just a handful of guys that you have to go and argue on their behalf in this way. And I'm sure for those players uh, across the league that have nothing on their names, these cases are the worst, right? Because you have to answer as, oh, look at what the NFL does. Like, no, it's one guy. One guy with a lot of cases. And we've seen six games for Ezekiel Elliott. One allegation, the recommendation was zero games. Still got six games. You've had Ben Roethlisberger, six games down to four. Tom Brady, four games for inflating, deflating footballs. Where's the consistency in any of that? And just keep going on down the line. That doesn't even extend to the owners, right? That's just in terms of player Mm -hmm. uh, and and where guys, Tyreek Hill, got nothing. Michael Vick went to prison. But got no suspension. No, so like, there, there's other cases amongst players that they could make that argument without even going into the ownership groups. But we know that they're not looked at the same way, right? The players are a much bigger face outside of Jerry Jones, Bob Kraft, and maybe three other guys. Uh, if I held up all the pictures of the owners of the National Football League, unless you work in sports, you ain't picking them out unless they're in your local market. As for the quarterbacks, everybody knows them. I'll tell you, the NFL is not ready for the blowback that's going to come their way if he plays this fall. They're not ready, and it's going to be crazy. Coming up next, we get back into the biggest story of the NBA. This is Fox. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.